When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What are we doing? Winker going over toward the dugout and both benches are empty. 60 guys coming at it and there's just four umpires. And now the umpires have their hands full trying to separate guys. The thing I don't understand is baseball allowing the bullpen guys to come running in. Holy smokes, we have a melee in the index circle. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, ESPN senior writer Brian Wintorst. Coming up, sports media personality John Boy. Plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on this uh, this Tuesday in the month of June um, on NBC Sports on Peacock and NBC Sports Sirius XM Audio uh, Channel 85. Also on this terrestrial radio outfit, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you may have missed. Brian Windhorst joined us in hour number one from ESPN uh, based on the news that Russell Westbrook has opted in to $47 million, no shock there. And Kyrie Irving has opted in to $36 million with the Nets. No shock there if you're just thinking about sheer money. But um, it's more than just about that, I guess. Who knows is what Brian Windhorst said. He has no idea if this means Kyrie's going to stay or not and if Durant's going to stay or not. He says he's just going to sit back and watch the rest of this entire new league year free agency period that happens later on this week play out. If you missed any of that, again, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Chris Brockman, good to see you over there. Hey, Rich. The DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Rich. What's up? What's up, TJ Jefferson? Hey, what's going on, Rich? Um, you know what's going on is, you know, you know how <clears throat> sometimes you ask somebody, you just forget, like, what's the date? Right? Oh, what, yeah, I never what, know the date. You know, n- you know n- instead of not what day it is, but what? What, what's the actual the, number? The actual number, the yeah. actual date. Nobody knows and that. Some, sometimes you could just like look at your watch and see it on your on your watch if you have such a a, a, a timepiece. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can look on your phone, right? There's a calendar on your phone. Yep. You can actually use a real calendar. Instead, I just turned to Chris Brockman hey, uh, and and ask you what the date is by showing you the American League East standings. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> because, and, and so uh, here we are uh, with the Yankees coming up. Uh, with another comeback win yesterday. Impi- you can't keep this up. Fueled by another extra base hit by Jose Trevino, their catcher. Ridiculous. Let's not forget all the Yankee fans that were melting down, except for me, when they traded Gary Sanchez away at the beginning of the season, before the season. I, I, I was like, look, man, there's too many guys that are either strikeout, hit, or home run, uh, strikeout, uh, walk, or home run on this team. Let's figure out, you know, what, what hey. Josh Donaldson and, and yeah. Isaiah Kiner falefa for. You know, shortstop can do it defensively, even though he hasn't played a clean shortstop. And it shortstop. helps when you're a catcher, Rich, actually being able to catch. Yeah, <laughs> that's another one, too. Not do. Um, so. so there's that. <laughs> and, you know, and the, and the Yankees now have 23 come from behind wins. <laughs> that is insane. That that's is crazy, a major league man. base. So of their 54 wins through their first 74 games, 23 have been comeback wins. They were down 5-2 last night on the hapless A's, who are the first team to lose 50 games this year. They're 25-50. and The A's are not good. And the Yanks have two more games left with them. So, what day is it, Chris? Because that's Uh, normally when I tell you what the standings (laughs) are, and you're like, yeah, but it's it's still early. What's today's date, Chris? It's June 28th, and we're still not at the All-Star break. It gets later every time. 
Well, that's just how time works. Just put it up one more time here. <laughs> put it up one more time, if you don't mind, uh, please. Because the Red Sox have been red hot lately. They were winning seven in a row. They lost yesterday. Lost yesterday, yeah. To the Blue Jays. Yep. Um, and that knocked the Red Sox to 12 out. Blue Jays right behind them at 12 and a half. And there are the Rays at 13 out. Rich, when the playoffs start, there are no records. And how about the Orioles? Just look at them coming back. They're only five under 500 now. Yeah. The O's. They won in Seattle last night. So, um, easily the toughest division in baseball. <laughs> easily. E- what are you laughing about? It's terrible. Look division. at the American League wildcard standings. The three teams in the American League wildcard yeah. right now are the three teams sitting behind the Yankees. Nobody's winning the division, though. I mean, it's just... what I'm what I'm saying is in the division where you still it's still a schedule where you play against your division opponents way more than you do anybody else. Nineteen times, right? I think it's been knocked down to sixteen. Oh, I'm really? not, I'm no, not, yeah. I'm not completely nice. familiar on 19, that. Yeah. Just pointing out again. You know, no, no. All three, te- all three teams are one, two, three in the wild card. No, you're right. And Cleveland you, is two and a half. And you back. might say I'm writing October checks that the Yankees will not be able to cash. Been doing that for and a month and you could accuse me of that. You could accuse me of of just talking a whole bunch of crap. You know, was that me writing checks right there? Was that a sound bite of me running? That's me that? saying stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was like, is he breath. choking? No, Mike, 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 Mike. No, Mike, Mike, Mike. Please, I'm just trying to find out what day it is. Okay. It's like a cuckoo clock. That's the cuckoo and the, the, the standings of the clock. June 28th. Thank you. I didn't know what day it was. June 28th. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and later on in this uh, show, in hour number three, John Boy's going to join us. His breakdown of the Mariners-Angels brawl was a day in the making because it took him that long. I mean, he sourced multiple... YouTube feeds of the game, including a Japanese YouTube feed that has it because, I mean, Otani, every single move oh, that right, he makes exactly, is being right. sent back home for him. Good call on that, yeah. And so he, pushed, he pieced this all together, and there is no doubt, no doubt, that the interim manager of the uh, LA Angels, Phil Nevin, sent his pitcher, Andrew Wants, out there to start, open the game to uh, throw at Seattle Mariners. And we'll talk about that in hour three with John Boy. There's no question. The, the baseball gave him a 10-game suspension no yesterday. Question. And so um, there's a reason for that. 10 games. So um, they're on, uh, the Angels are, are, are now uh, on to their third string manager right now. <laughs> That's also crazy. Uh, and I'm not lying. These are all truths. That's also crazy. So um, we'll talk about that with John Boy later on. Albert Breer is about to join us in about 14 minutes time, 13 minutes now. Um, he's going to join us from, I believe, the beautiful island of Nantucket, oh. where he is covering all things Man. NFL, uh, surfing with his family, and getting that George Hamilton, Albert Breer tan down pat in time for put, getting that base <laughs> ready for training camp. A lot of pastels in oh, man. right now. So, But Breer is all over what's going on in the NFL, despite uh, taking some high-quality and much-deserved personal time off. PTO, he's going to join us anyway in about 13 minutes' time to talk about what is going on with the league and Deshaun Watson and the Players Association. Today is a day where there's a hearing on his potential, uh, or no doubt, discipline that is coming. And Baker Mayfield spoke today at his youth uh, football camp in Oklahoma talking about a potential reconciliation with the um, Cleveland Browns. And I have the full quote here now, thanks to the outstanding... God, I love the NFL Network staff and the assignment desk and the news desk. Here's the full quote on maybe playing for uh, again for the Browns. I think it's pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is to move on I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that I'll forever keep with me, teammates and friends and relationships that I'll have for a long time. Just flew in last night from East Lansing, Michigan for Drew Stanton. He was my mentor, the quarterback in Cleveland when I got drafted. Just relationships that, like that that you're so thankful for. The support staff in Cleveland, the people in Cleveland, it's a great sports town. I'm thankful for it. There's no resentment towards the city of Cleveland by any means. And that's when he was asked about reconciliation chances. I think for that to happen, there would have to be some reaching out, but we're ready to move on, I think, on both sides. 
That is the full scope of the conversation. Mayfield's not walking through that door, Cleveland Brown fans, anymore. And if Watson gets suspended for a significant amount of time or a full year, don't don't call his number. And if I'm him, I am absolutely out. I want no part of this anymore. It is a, a, a now toxic relationship. I want no part of whatever. Like, why would he bail the Browns out from going and giving $46 million guaranteed dollars for just one single year to a guy that won't play a snap for them in that single year? And if that is actually the real case, if that actually happens, why would Mayfield on planet Earth bail them out from that situation? Merely to what? Show he can still play? What if he gets hurt again? Then he shows he could still play hurt again, and then everybody wonders, is he any good again? It's a repeat of what happened last year. Why would he put himself out there like that? Force your way to another team that clearly will take you. Make the Browns eat more money. Make Haslam spend and eat more money. You know what? If I'm him, I'd rather sit out and make my 18 full million dollars this year And then come back with everybody wondering what he can do. You saw what Trubisky just got on the free agent market? Mm -hmm. You just saw how sought after others were. Marcus Mariota, two number two overall draft picks who did not succeed with the teams that drafted them are now starters in this league. And a lot of folks assuming Trubisky's the starter. I still think Pickett's got a shot, but I'm hearing that he's got a lot of third-team snaps that he's taken this spring. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up today. I know. So, I haven't got my money yet, by the no, way. No, no, no. I mean, there's still time. Who knows what happens in training camp? No, I'm saying I haven't gotten paid yet. Uh, oh, for Pickett, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just still the gift that keeps on giving yeah, that yeah. he hasn't. I, I bet I, I, I Mayfield, <laughs> I'm, I would rather sit out the year and let people think what possibly Mayfield can do looking at his full body of work as opposed to what we've just seen in the year in which he was playing through pain and a shoulder harness and probably coming back when he shouldn't have. I would rather do that than bail the Browns out. And clearly, I don't think the Browns, uh, again, they, it's like it's not like he's number two on the depth chart, Baker. I mean, they have Jacoby Brissett. He is very Solid. I know I hate using that word when it's in my direction. Serviceable is worth worse than solid. Serviceable is worse, worse yeah. than solid. Oh, yeah, solid yeah. is above serviceable. Because some people sure. look at solid as good. Right. Like, I know that. You know, I take it as I take it yeah. as a, 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 an offense when people say, "You know, that was a solid take by you." I'm like, "No, actually, it was actually it was it's a good take." So you think Baker solid is not good? Be better served sitting out of yes, year. I do. When we already have questions about how good he is now, and now we're going to be like, all right, you sit out a whole year. Look at my resume from two years ago. I rest my case. I'm going to be off. See you later. See ya. I'm not playing for you. I'm not playing for you. What, I'm bailing you out? You gave him all that money for one year, and you gave him a deal where he only has one of his $46 million on the chopping block for lost wages. Due to his suspension, the 45 million of the 46 that Browns have set up in their contract where it's not touched by suspension. Yeah, man. And I would sit there and just say, I'm I'm waiting to see. Come on, come get me, Seattle. That's the place I'd want to go because Pete's not going anywhere. I'm wondering what's going on with Matt Rule. Do I want any part of of Sam Darnold also sitting there? Then suddenly you go to Carolina. I have a bad game and let, well. Uh, the coach is on the hot seat. I got to try Darnold. Owner's not happy with me. I got to go move back to Darnold. Well, now, Baker, you got another shot. Why would you want to be in a situation where there's musical chairs like that? Man, I'd want to go to Seattle. Go up to the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Go play in that building. Fans will be going nuts if they get Baker Mayfield up there. That's where I want to go. I would tell my agent anything we, we can do. Let's go. What do we got to do? What can be done? That's my two cents on that one, man. Man. You think he should play for the Browns? The Browns reach out. Browns reach out. Mm -hmm. No. We need you. No, I just was saying, but him sitting out a whole year, like, just doesn't 
seem to help him, but I don't think he should play for the Browns. Honestly, I feel like there's going to be a quarterback injury at some point before the season's over. I know, Chris, we've talked about that. He's going to end up what if, for What if reason. after everything that you've done here on this show, mm-hmm. in your exemplary work, oh boy, let's just say I listened to Xander, my 13-year-old son, mm-hmm. who is very critical of our TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and I found somebody who has problems off outside of the office, and I knew that. Okay. And I hired that person, despite red flags from other human resources departments telling me that other person. That would be Brockman. Brockman. Let's just H-O-S. let's just say, but this person was really good at TikTok, and that's the future. Mm-hmm. That's the future, and I could make more money for this show and Rich Eisen Productions out of our TikTok account than other social media outlets that you are you are handling expertly outside of this show, being on the air. And I found somebody who can do that job. And I say to you, thank you, TJ. But I told you I needed to improve the position. And you're, you're out. Okay. And then that person's hired. I have paid that person way much more money than I was willing to pay you. Oh, that would be a problem. Oh, yeah. And then, then whatever's <laughs> happened with the red flags that I was told about mm-hmm. and felt comfortable looking this new employee of Rich Eisen Productions in the eye and that person saying, I got whatever happened, happened. I didn't really happen. And I'm, I'm the person you think I should be and you should pay all that money to. Guaranteed. And that person has to then sit out. I cannot put that person on the air and operate the TikTok account to Xander's liking. <laughs> okay. And I call you up and say, I, I need you back. Mm-hmm. What would you say to me? Well, I mean, if you recall, I was in a true life similar situation to this. I, I, I'm, okay. I, I, so, I left that up to you to bring up yeah, if you I, wanted. I mean, as you guys know, I was in a situation like this where I was getting let go. And I. What would you say? I came back under this current. No, under this current scenario mm-hmm. that I just painted for you. Well, I mean, look, man, what would you say? I don't have millions of dollars in my bank account like I'm assuming Baker would have that would allow him okay. to make a stand. So you'd come back? For me personally, I would come back, but I'd let you know about it every time like the camera came on and I got a chance to talk. I would drop little little gems. But I mean, I'm, an, I'm a normal person. I don't have... You know, millions of dollars. So I would have to come back to work. Yeah. And if I'm the, if, but if I, I was, the, but if I knew that, I might go with the the Jacoby Brissett in this situation. Okay. And, and say and, I'm but, not going to call say, you again because I I I know how you feel and I don't need that around this environment. Even though I was the one that kind of screwed it up. Yeah. I'd say good luck then. I don't I think, understand. Things were going so great. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Something. <laughs> that was very that good, Mike. That would be me responding, Richard. <laughs> that was very good, Mike. Yeah, different pound scenario, sand. but I, I know what you're saying. You'd say pound sand to yeah. me. Pound yeah, sand. get out of here. See ya. Right? I don't care how much money I have. Really? Now, you're Chris Brockman in this situation today with a kid. Are you going to say no? Yeah, you can't work for someone that doesn't respect you. Yeah, that's the problem. I agree. All right, so then you're just going to collect unemployment, and and then find another job somewhere. I mean, trust Maybe go me, to Seattle. I had to work for. <laughs> yes. I had I had to Maybe suck it up and work with people who I knew did not respect Why? me. No, and, and look, I still came to work. Well, we are all just, talking about wages in our endeavor yeah. that are not even close to what we're talking yeah. about with the actual. That's why I made that football players. Yeah. So I understand I that. I, I think just you know. Obviously, if we're talking it, sounds, it sounds ridiculous salary, to say removing money from the equation. If we're talking athlete salary, if I'm Baker, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was, I was about to throw a sign up. I don't think you see can It's our first hour TV. guest yesterday on yesterday's show, and Michael yes, K. Yeah. would say, see ya. <laughs> Do this like Ross from, from Friends would say. See ya. Boop, boop. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Albert Breer, when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. So much to talk about with Bert. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, one big happy Samacast family. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. after uh, Taking some uh, time away from his family on personal time off, which is uh, always greatly appreciated on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. The Sports Illustrated MMQB writer and chief NFL information man, none other than Albert Breer. How are you, Albert? I'm good, I'm good. I heard part of that story, and I can tell you guys that last week I got drilled um, down below, buying an aluminum bat. Got to be oh, careful. No. Feels so oh, no. good. Yeah, oh, no. it was. Uh, I was doing like kind of like the underhand throw to my five-year-old. He hit one and let go of the bat as he hit it. And uh, yeah, it was an unfortunate incident. You know what, Albert? It's uh, it's something you could just got to shake off. It's yep. it's it's father <laughs> of the year material. It's it's uh, character building. It, you know, it's character building. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess if he ever wanted to know how to take me out. Now, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's let's jump into it what is happening today with deshaun watson the nfl and the players association um well i, I think like the best way to kind of do it is to back up a couple of weeks there have been some settlement talks um and you know this is actually more common than people realize that there you know often is to avoid an appeal a lengthy appeals plot process settlement talks when we're in a case like this um, those didn't go much of anywhere. And, and the main reason why is the NFL insisted on at least a year suspension, and Deshaun Watson's side was not going to accept a year suspension. So uh, talks broke down about two weeks ago. Last week this hearing was scheduled. And today, um, Sue L. Robinson, the former U.S. district um, was jointly appointed by the NFL and NFLPA, is going to hear cases from the NFL, the NFLPA, and then Watson's side. And, um, you know, after that, I think, you know, I think you guys have probably been over this process enough um, the last few weeks that she's going to make a recommendation on penalty, and then it'll go to either the commissioner or his designee. If there's no penalty, it's over. Um, but if there is any sort of penalty, then the commissioner or his designee can alter that penalty. So why would there be three sides in the room? Um, is should it, Watson has his own personal rep in the room? Is yeah. Rusty Harden why? What 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 is what is that? That's well, liable, I mean, I, it's, I mean, so basically, the way you want to look at it, the NFL is obviously presenting its case and and what it's recommending, you know, as sanctions here. The NFLPA is in there to basically legislate any matters of collective bargaining. You know, so anything that applies to the CBA as it was negotiated a couple of years ago, Jeffrey Kessler was in the room to, negotiate, to, 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 to make that argument. And then Rusty Harden would be in there to argue the facts of the case on behalf of Watson. And uh, Jeffrey Kessler is uh, representing the Players Association. I, I guess he's the... Um, he's the Billy Zabka to the NFL's Ralph Macchio, right? Pretty much to use that, <laughs> right. I guess, yeah, that analogy yeah. for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's been a thorn in the league side for a long, long time. Well, he's the guy. He's the guy that the the NFL wanted to have kicked out of the collective bargaining agreement and conversations in 2011 when I lost all my hair on the total access set and and you were standing on a street corner in in uh, in Washington D.C. Yeah. like you were a lamppost, you know. So that's right, right, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he was the one who, I mean, and, and you know, the league is often kind of positioned him as being you know, a divisive force in these things, which is why they tried to remove him from the process. Uh, but 
I mean, I, I mean, to their credit, the union does feel like having somebody like that in yeah. support, you know, and uh, there's a reason why Kessler is paid very handsomely for what he does. There's a reason why he's been hired by uh, by unions in other sports. Okay. You know, like why, he's effective. Why he, he's he's, inc- he's incredible. I mean, he's right, he's terrific right. at his job. He, he really is. You know, he's a yep. goat when you know when it comes to you know unions and and things of that nature. So, what is the union's case? Like, we clearly know what the NFL's case is, and yeah. there's been a lot of you know uh, stories. Mark Maskey of the Washington Post, uh, I believe it was last Friday or two Fridays yep. ago, saying that the league wants a year, and you're even hearing like an open suspension, indefinite suspension right. that the league might 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 put on the table. There, what's the players' association case? Gonna look well, like. like I mean, I, one thing I can clarify for you guys too on the league side, like the, the, what it is under the uh, CBA is is termed banishment, um, which is basically means Deshaun Watson would be banished from the NFL. It would be as if he's not a player at all, and um, you know, then after a year, he could apply for reinstatement. Which you know, in a lot of cases, like when we've seen banishment in the past, it has wound up being a year. But, you know, I, I think from a logistical standpoint, it's a little different than just like a flat year suspension in that he has to reapply to get back in and go through a process to get back into the NFL. Um, so that's what the league is, is going for. Um, the union's case here is interesting because it relates to the cases of the individual owners and the way that the league has handled cases of individual owners. And um, the three names that they brought up, and I know people appointed to Jerry Richardson, that one doesn't really apply here because – Jerry Richardson almost immediately um, decided to sell his team. So there wasn't really, I mean, there wasn't really room for sanctions in that case because he was gone so quickly. Um, but with Snyder, with, with Jones and Kraft um, in their individual cases, and then, of course, what's happened with Snyder over the last two years, um, the, the union is going to make the case that suspending a player for a year based on the premise that owners are held to a higher standard wouldn't be equitable to the way they treated those three owners over the last three years. Um, and the other case the union is going to make here is that the, the NFL has really had a hard time, you know, finding credible facts here. And we can argue to a poor blue in the face on that. Like, I'm, I'm just telling you what the union sure. case is going to yeah. be here. That's why I'm asking. Um, yeah, that, like, the, 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 the league today is only going to present the case to five women. Um, and I believe one of those women is not among the 24 plaintiffs. So they're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to, uh, basically present five out of 20, five out of four out of 24 at, at most. Mm-hmm. And then five out of the number would be 66, right? So the union's argument is going to be, why did you only, why were you only able to present the cases of five women if there are supposedly 66 out there? And if I'm, and, if I'm the league, I'd respond, you want to sit here all day? Because we can, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. And like, again, like I'm not, I'm not arguing their case. I'm just talking no, about their case. No, I, 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 you're right, exactly. And and if I'm the players' association, I, I, I mean, that is an an interesting point that you know other owners have been accused of misconduct and they didn't have to sit out a year. Although you can go back and forth about whether Watson's misconduct is the same as the misconduct that uh, has been alleged of the owners in the, in this case. I mean, right. so so what happens when, when it's all placed in front of um, the, the independent investigator or judge, and, and when does she rule? Like, what, what happens next after today? Well, I mean, she could, I mean, she could rule, I guess, I don't know if the, the, the wording would be quite the same from the bench, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so I guess she could rule this week if she wanted to, um, when she's done hearing. Um, she could also, you know, take all this under consideration and deliberate. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things that we've sort of all been looking at is like the bad, the idea of a bad news dump, right? Like, and I, you know, as you, you've been around this for longer than I have, Rich, I mean, Friday is sort of the high holy day of NFL <laughs> bad news dumps. You know what I mean? Like the Friday right before the 4th of July. So I, I just, I understand why people think that. I just don't know that Sue Robinson is going to adhere to that timeline. You know, like, I don't know that it's really in her interest at all to spare the NFL uh, bad publicity, you know, so I don't know that it's that predictable when she's going to make a ruling. She could make a ruling, like I said, like as soon as she, after she hears all the cases, um, she could take it under advisement and just, you know, kind of sort through some things. Um, you know, and then, you know, when she makes a ruling, she'll recommend it to the commissioner. And the commissioner then, which is the really interesting part about this, the commissioner could, if he wanted to, 
just decide that he wants to do what the league wanted to do all along and alter her punishment. The only way he can alter the punishment is if there's no punishment. I don't think any of us expect that, you know. So, in all likelihood, uh, you know, Robinson's going to hand the hand her recommendation over to the commissioner, and then the commissioner is going to have to make a decision on what to do with it, or hand it over to his designee, which would be somebody he would appoint to make that decision for the league instead of him. And so um, he can he can up the the penalty yep. to whatever the league wants to do anyway, right? I mean, right. so. Um, uh, although, is this the first time this has happened? I mean, did, did Calvin Ridley go through this process as well for his year-long suspension for his gambling mishaps and misdeeds? Yeah, I, I, I think, and I, I, you know what? That's a good example that I didn't, I hadn't thought of, so I haven't dug into it. Sure. But it does seem to me like that happened so fast that maybe there was a settlement in that case. Right. Um, so... Like, because generally, if these things drag out and you don't hear about a penalty for a while, in a lot of cases, like that's because that there was there was a settlement. You know, mm-hmm. if it does drag out um, forever, then you know that means in a lot of cases all the appeals have been heard and the process has been gone through. So, it is certainly the highest profile since the 2020 CBA went into effect. I'm not sure that it's the first. Albert Breer here on the Rich Eisen Show, senior NFL reporter, Sports Illustrated, the MMQB. And I, again, I, I, if, if this was in any way, shape, or form um, managed or coordinated, uh, I would say bravo to Baker Mayfield and his and his team that right. uh, on the day that Watson's having his suspension uh, hearing, right on the yep. day that that's happening, Baker Mayfield is holding a youth football camp and talking. You know, he did actually say something at his youth football camp. He could have declined to say anything, but he said something. Um, and he basically said that it appears in his mind that this is a mutual decision from both sides to move on. That no matter right. what is going to happen from this hearing, if it's a full year suspension, he said that somebody would have to reach out to start that process from the Browns. Although he just thinks that that's just not going to happen because of the right. mutual interest in moving on so what are his options as we're about to hit july like where does everything stand with him and a a future address potentially so here here's my understanding like the like i think he's being forthright you know and i I think if this is a six or an eight game suspension i think the the browns move forward um and continue to try to trade him i i wonder if if it's a full year suspension if that changes things you know, because and I, I, I don't have information like to that, that that would lead me to believe that it would like that that it would change things. It's just my instinct on it. Like that, you signed Jacoby Brissett and you're comfortable with him as your starter for six or eight games. Are you comfortable with him for the whole year? I mean, we saw that how how that went in Indianapolis in 2019, right? Like he was okay, but like faded down the stretch. So are you okay with that if you're the Browns? Can he be more than just a placeholder? Um, or, you know, is there a scenario out there where the best thing for everyone involved, for the Browns, for Mayfield, is to reconcile? Again, like my information to this point is that Baker Mayfield's being forthright, that Baker is 100% done with the Browns, and that's the way that he's operated the last three or four months, and that the Browns, I mean, based on their actions, have not held on to him as any sort of insurance policy. They're holding on to him because they can't move him because of his number. And the fact that they were willing to take on, and you know, I've been clear about this, about half of his salary to facilitate a trade tells me they were never looking at him as an insurance policy. They were always looking to get rid of him. Could a year suspension change that? Here's, I think, the way you have to look at that, Rich. Is, is it the best, is, is Baker Mayfield, if Deshaun Watson's out for the whole year, is Baker Mayfield the best quarterback for the Browns this year for this team? I think the answer is yes. Of course. And then on the flip side, is Baker going to find another situation where he's going to be put in a better position to get paid in 2023 and find these starting jobs somewhere else in 2023 than he has in Cleveland right now, barring an injury somewhere else? No, right? Well, like, I don't hold, on, so. I'll, hold on a second. I'll, I'll give a little pushback yeah, there. Because, I, mean, I don't know. Because, Albert, why would Baker Mayfield in a sport where your next snap could be your last, why would he put that on the line for this team if you were just referred to Jacoby Brissett, can he be more than a placeholder? Well, yeah, the answer for Mayfield is you don't ask that question. Of course he can be more than a placeholder, but technically he is still 
a placeholder. And right. so why would he put himself in a situation to have J.J. Watt, even though they're not going to play each other, I'm, I'm just using that as an example, track him down and hurt his shoulder just like last year? Why would he fight through injury knowing that he needs to prove that he can do it again, and I'll show it again, like I'm not injury prone, I got to get out there again. Why would he put himself under that pressure for this team as opposed to finding another spot and proving he can do it in a new spot that wouldn't he get the same contract? Would you know? I, I mean, so, that's that, yes. that, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That, the answer to that is yes, the money's the same, but like Carolina, I, like. Do you think Carolina's a better situation right now? I mean, you could make an argument, I suppose, in that they, they drafted a Quanu, so maybe that helps their offensive line issue. They've got some skill position talent. But Matt Rule's job's on the line. Like, you could have a coach fired there in midseason. Which is why you know, if I have a bad game, he's going to go right to Sam Darnold. Because, you know, right, what, what, right. What, skin, what skin do we have in each other's game? Really, not much. Right. I just met the guy. And then on top of it, you know, in Seattle, why wouldn't you go there? Pete's not going anywhere. I mean, no, I know, you know, I know but the expectations are so to... low there, so low. If you get this team even in playoff contention, that's the same thing as you performing well for a team that already told you were done. That's my right. point. You know, that's my pushback on it. Uh, yeah, Albert. and I and I and I understand what you're saying. And like I understand like the emotional part of it. I, I just think, I mean, like look, like Seattle, maybe two rookie tackles starting, right? Like yes. Carolina, rookie left tackle. Um, Seattle, what's DK Metcalf's mindset? Like, you know, Carolina, Matt Rule's job status. Like, I, I think you just add all these things up, Rich. And I just, I, like, I, I don't know that, like, there is a better situation. Like, it's like, I guess it's like a marriage is falling apart where you make it work for the kids, right? Like, mm. with Cleveland and Mayfield, where it's like, we'll make it work until they graduate, and then, like, then we'll go our separate ways. Like, I, I, like, I just sort of feel like, it, like for for Baker, like he knows the offense. He, he's going to be playing behind one of the best offensive lines in football. Um, you know, he like I think has a pretty good skill position group around him. One of the best running games in the league, and a team that should contend through the year. You know, and and I think like you know if you're another team looking at Baker as a potential starter past this year, how good would it look if Baker Mayfield was able to turn the other cheek? And everybody who's ever said he's immature, right? Like everybody who's ever said he's childish, everybody who's ever taken shots at who he is as a person, if he's able to rise above that and play really well for the Browns in 2022, like wouldn't that make him look great? I I hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, and again, like all my information to this point, Baker's done with the Browns and the Browns are operating 100% as if Baker Mayfield's not going to be in the roster in 2022. Just saying, like, you know, if it's a full-year suspension for Watson, I can see where you logically look at it and say, you know, you sort of make that deal with the devil, you know, both sides. You know what I mean? Like, you make that deal with somebody you weren't going to make a deal with, and you go forward because you think there's a great mutual benefit on the other side of it. And I guess they could, you know, name their uh, 2022 championship video, let's just use each other. (laughs) Yeah, That's the rallying cry for 2022. Let's just use each other. You know, I, yeah. One I more mean, year. This, like, Rich, think about this. If he plays well, then the Browns get a third round comp pick for him, letting him go. <laughs> this year, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I, like, I, there's just, I, like, and again, oh, like, this is, this is me. This is this is me. Yeah. No. This, this is purely me saying this because, sure. again, my information has said they're done with each other. But it does make sense. I, I think that there is a scenario where it makes sense. Again, only if Watson's suspended for the whole year, where the cap space is already used. And this isn't a situation like San Francisco where, like, getting Jimmy off the books is going to facilitate the signing of a Bosa or a Debo. You know, like, they're, set, they're okay cap-wise. Mm. They can carry him. Um, I just think that there could be a mutual benefit to, if you're either side, holding your nose and going forward and saying, let's make the best of this. Albert, thanks for doing this, brother. I appreciate it. Albert Breer here from the MMQB. I- I said that to avoid being sued for copyright uh, infringement. Because <laughs> uh, right, because if, if, oh, if, if I said the MMQB, would I get sued by by Ohio State? Would I get sued? What do you think? Uh, How does that work? Have yeah, you looked I mean, into the fine print? I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I'm an alum, can I start charging royalties? Is that the way this works? No. Did know. you did you did you miss that. this? Did you miss this? That that Ohio State 
got the trademark for the word no, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm asking if I can start charging royalties too. Right? I don't know. Ask your can alma mater. I, I just like, don't. Like, like maybe I'm, I'm, my wife's sitting right here. Maybe I can get her to count that. I could could have put you on speaker and got the guy got her to count the number of times you said Z, and we get you know kind of like have a little deal there where you. It's like a swear jar, you know? Yeah, I know. Here, paying royalties, you can give me a little check. I wonder if maybe Michigan could try and trademark the word Ann, you know? Just like something else, another another article that everyone uses very, you know, Ann. I don't know. Just try that one out. I'm sorry. We're the only one. I I realize, though, we aren't the only one that has D at the start of our our name. It's going to be a battle. If you... I looked at the Penn State at Penn State. Like I noticed their press box, it says on it, "The Pennsylvania State University." Oh. So we're not the only ones that does it. We're just we're just the only ones that do it right. Well, the, oh, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> wow, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. Okay, thank you, Albert. Take care of yourself. Right. Be well, right, Albert right. Breer, everybody. That's what I was looking for. I was fishing for him to say something like that. <laughs> Should Penn State trademark we? Well, Ohio State has trademarked the, and they'll go we. Yeah, yeah why not? Because like, it's we are. We are, yeah. It's not, or is it we are? How do they say it? We are. We clack, are. Clack. We are. It's almost like Penn State. we period are period almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way they say it. And go blue. We are. Go. Penn State. So, That's how it you goes. You should try yeah. to trademark the, a color, like blue. blue. Ma- oh, no, maize. Maize. Just, and just, no, but blue's more common we yeah. use than maize, so just trademark blue. Blue, yeah. And, and so I would get a royalty for every, every baby reveal or something like that? Every exactly. baby reveal every, party? Every time someone uses blue anywhere. Right, every gender phone. reveal party, right. I get money. Blue man group performs, you get paid. Oh, yeah, blue man. That's, That's it? Somebody New performs uh, blue suede shoes? Yep. Hey. Ching. Somebody at a, at a baseball game screams at blue. Go yeah. blue. Yes. Go blue. Hey, blue. Yeah. Blue. blue. Yeah. Uh, anytime, anytime old school gets uh, shown you anywhere. My boy, blue. blue money. Yeah, doesn't work that way, does it? Doesn't work no. Any, <laughs> anytime Sports Center wants to reference former Utah Jazz Blue Edwards, there you go. You know, wow, that's deep. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's deep. Yeah, that's what the she movie said. Blue Thunder plays. There you go. Now, See, now, it's really, now it's I just right. stopped. Blue chips. Blue chips. Yes. Blue Thunder was a good movie, though. Speaking of which, I've got news on that front. Ooh, me on board. That's up. next, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You got news, news on blue chips? I've got news you said so many on something I mean, like yeah. that. Yes, yeah. related. Coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
So uh, we just uh, took a break, uh, uh, and um, and uh, before the break, you mentioned Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Who, who's the director of Blue Chips? Oh, uh, oh, it's uh, our oh man, Ron Shelton. Ron Shelton, yes. our good friend, uh, who has written a new book, and I'm hey, holding it in my hand right here, here called go. "The Church of Baseball: nice. The Making of Bull Durham: Home Runs, oh, Bad no Calls, way. Crazy Fights, Big Swings, and a Hit." It's a new book by Ron Shelton. Yes. And on Wednesday's edition of the Rich Eisen Show, all third hour in studio to promote this book, Ron Shelton. What? He will be here tomorrow. Epic. That's a surprise for you guys. Unlike you guys did not know, Ron will be here tomorrow. Love it. Talking about this book, this movie. Oh, it's great. And, you know, here's what I'd like to do. Um, Normally we do this off the air, but, you know, today's an interesting day. We'll workshop it on the air. What I'd like to do with Ron tomorrow is let's come up with characters from each of his films okay. mm-hmm. and say, where are they today? <laughs> and workshop yeah. it out. You know, as you know, Top Gun uh, Maverick has made a billion dollars, right? I mean, like it's... Yeah, it's the thing. It, okay. Yeah. So, you know... Like, where's Billy Hoyle right now? Well, that's, the question is like, what would which characters would you choose? Nuke Lelouch, right? Where's, what happened to Nuke? What happened right? to Nuke? Wouldn't yeah. you, would that be the Bull Durham character you choose? Wouldn't you want to know? I mean, I mean, obviously you want to know where Crash is up to. He probably is a manager at some point somewhere. Do you want to choose Crash? Hmm. So which character from White Men Can't Jump would you want to know where they are today? I want to know what Gloria's doing. <laughs> you okay. You lied about that. All right. Which character, <laughs> which character from Tin Cup would you want to see here today? Oh. I know who it would be. The caddy, Cheech? No. You want to know what Cheech is up to? Mm-mm. Cheech. Don Johnson. Did you join the lift tour? Yes. <laughs> That's yes. exactly. Well, no, he's probably running it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's probably running. He's, he's probably, running he's yeah. probably he's Greg, Greg Norman. Norman's go-between right, yes. right, right. to he's, the Saudis. He's calling yes. Tiger and Yes, Jack he's Nicholas the one who's calling and, everybody. Uh, We're going to... Yeah. I want his idea of where they are, and then we can give... At least for that one. That's where we think, right? That's good. That's good. I like that. Blue Chips? Would you want to know? Who from Blue Chips would you want to know where they are today? Neon Bordeaux. Well, okay. Ricky, Ricky Rowe, how quickly did he flame out? <laughs> right. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think what we should do is let's use our, our post-show post okay. meeting to kind of workshop what we just done. I'd like to choose one character from his films and let him... That's fun. I opine like that. on where they are today. In. You know. So. That's really funny. But if we could only choose one, you'd choose Crash Davis? You'd want to know where Crash is? I mean, that's the easy one, I think. I guess he, he become Terry Francona. You know what I mean? I oh, you think like he's, like he he's become a, a successful major yeah, league manager? I remember at the end, he's talking about there's an opening in Visalia. So does he work his way through the minor leagues and eventually become a big league manager? Okay. Or maybe we just don't. We don't. We don't. We don't limit ourselves to. I would not want to limit to one. So well, you because you you could choose two characters from each movie. You just do the main what characters, I, with, you right? Because I'm assuming Annie and Crash are still together, right? From Bull Durham. I I mean I hope so. Okay, I hope we all hope so. so. I hope so. Well, I think this will be a fun endeavor with him. I do too. Because we, we're going to have a bunch dope. of time with him. And uh, so Ron Shelton's on tomorrow's program. That's how we're uh, promoting everything. Hour number three coming up. TJ, are you ready for your NFC East? Yes. Goat for each team. Stay ready. Don't have to get ready. I can pretty much figure out who the Giant is. The New York Giant, I think, is. I think the New York Giant is an easy one. Shout out Mark Bravaro. Other than Tom Brady, probably the easiest one, right? The Washington. Commanders football team slash uh, Redskins. That was tough. Okay. I know who it should be. Philadelphia Eagle is, I think, an easy one, too. You think, but you don't know. None of these are easy, man. Come on. The the Giants was easy. The other three are not easy. I think the Eagles is an easy one. one The Cowboys. Oh, I cannot wait for this. I'm going to tell you right now about the Cowboys. Now, there is one. There is one, I think, that does stand out. Who's the greatest cowboy of all time? But it's not old school enough for a lot of people. The, the Cowboys have a few, and I know people want me to go. Well, you know, we'll get I know to it. When, I want we'll get to, to it when we get to it. But I don't think you're going to do it. 
Who? Well, don't For say the it. Cowboys you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, yeah. don't say it. Yeah, I'm not going to say we'll it. We'll just ruin it. I'll, I'll say it right now. No, no, don't do it. Two no. words. Very don't, simple. Don't I won't even it, tease it. Yeah, because then if you say Guys, it, then no, I, no, no, already... no. I will say it. I will say it. I'm going to say that this isn't it. This will lead people to think, tune in the next to see if I really mean it. Two words. Blake Jarwin. <laughs> See, I knew he'd go that route. Blake Jarwin. Are you looking at my list before I give it? There is only really. I mean, isn't there? Isn't there a standoff right now involving Blake Jarwin? Tony. 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 <laughs> Romo. Yes, and John Boy to talk about the Angels Mariners brawl. There's only like three Tony? or four choices on the Cowboys. What? What are you like, talking no, about? There's only three or well, four. For, for an all-time goat. Yeah, I yeah. mean, obviously. For, you the, for the all-time goat. Excuse me. You, you could, pardon me. I mean. Five tops. No, because the back, Dorsett, Bob Lilly. You don't even talk about Randy White. You could make a case for all four of those guys <sighs> from back in the day. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's four You could make a case that, of any of the triplets. You could make a case. I know Irv, you know, people would push back because there's so many 88s. You could make a case that Michael Irvin's the greatest wide receiver the in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. To, oh, yeah, you can obviously make right? a case. And okay. I don't know how much pushback you'd get. Staubach, Aikman, Remember Smith, Michael Irvin in big moments Irvin. never missed. I mean, he was the... That could have been his nickname. Big moments because you think about the Super Bowls. He's the, the playmaker. The, he's the I know I'm saying the playmaker. Obviously one of the greatest one nicknames ever. One of the all-time nicknames. But yeah, oh, the playmaker, right? The playmaker. Oh, yeah, but because he's still doing it. Yeah, he's still he, he's he makes still, plays every game day morning. <laughs> he's still doing it. He, he makes plays. It. He makes plays here on the show. How many Irvin drops do you have in front of you right there? <laughs> Hundreds. He's we'll also one still Diesel. We are gonna spike. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's what he said. That he should have a whole page. That's the soundbite he said when he was here this in January. Yeah, because the I last you had to get him with these hands. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a soundbite talking about what he was telling his family when he retired and he went home. Yeah. And and, it, and he was trying to insert himself into life there, and, and it wasn't like going easy. very well. And that's why with these hands. That's why Tom Brady unretired. <laughs> spank that. And that's what he said the Cowboys were thinking prior to the previous Super Bowl player in Los Angeles. I was the last Super Bowl player in Los Angeles before this year is when they did that to the Buffalo Bills in the Rose Bowl. God, he's still making plays. That's just a big match for the playmaker. But unfortunately, he's going to lose out to Blake Jarwin. There's no – hey, Rich, there's no crime in that. He's just starting tight end this year, right, Blake Jarwin? He's coming back. I don't know. We'll see if he's going to. He signed his tender, didn't he? I don't know. I Franchise stop. tag tight end. Not Jane Overcheck. Uh oh. Not Witten. Blake Jarwin. Stay tuned for that stirring conclusion of TJ Jefferson's greatest player in the history of every NFL team. <laughs> Since we already named everybody. And John Boy coming up. <laughs>